Welcome to the Brewery Brothers Podcast. Today we're visiting Pike 51 out here in Hudsonville. Um, what's up, Pat? Hey, Terrell. What's going on? Nothing much, man. How was your week? It was delightful. How was I, yours? I bet, man. The same. <laughs> the same. The same. Hudson, uh, Hudsonville. What's Hudsonville known for? Um, Can you think of one thing? I'm putting you on the spot. Man, uh... It's cold. It's creamy. Ice cream? Yes! Hudsonville ice cream, bro! Yeah, man. I, oh, <laughs> come on, man. That's, that's one of my favorite. What is it? Superman ice cream that they make? They yeah. do. It's delicious. That's like my favorite right there. I'm an old man. I like the, uh... Butter pecan. Butter pecan. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite, dude. <laughs> so, hey... We have to give a special thanks to Ryan Anderson for letting us use his music. Shout out to you, Ryan. For our opening and our closing. We lead in with a little bit of music, and then we close with a little bit of music. And Ryan was kind enough to let us use one of the songs off his album he released a few years ago, which I have a copy of. It's autographed. I'll put a picture up on Facebook. Yeah, go check it out. And uh, visit Ryan Anderson on Facebook. Shout out. Shout out to you, Ryan. And your hot sister, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, also thanks to all the listeners who reached out last week asking why we missed the week. Uh, We weren't able to record because one of uh, my wife's pets died unexpectedly on the morning of us recording, and we had to take care of it. So... uh, Nuego Brewing Company was very kind and understanding, and we're going to reschedule with them. But today we're visiting Pike Fifty One. Oh yeah! And what a what a cool setup they have in the back. Definitely, man. It's, it's pretty nice. That they tour. Got, yeah, they got a lot of different things going on here. I'm pretty excited for this interview. Today, uh, we're being hosted by Kieran, who if there was the inspector gadget here we go of brewing he would be our macgyver that's what i'm talking about there we go i'll Do you take like that. that one i'll take that there it is stepping your game up stepping the game up all right uh everybody look for us on facebook uh brewery brothers instagram uh, I'm not really sure about the Instagram because Drew Brothers Podcast. <laughs> Drew does all our Instagram. I do nothing with Instagram. Brewery I'm, Brothers Podcast. I'm too old for Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I've, stick to. Uh, I've aged out of Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, I think Patrick is, is still on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I am. Uh, Heaven by Brian Adams is still playing on MySpace somewhere. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at New Brew Bros and email us at brewerybrothers231 at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And we're still doing our toast challenge to see who does the better toast. Karen, you're going to come into this. You threw out that you, you do some improv, so yeah. I hope you brought your A game today. Uh, people are going to write in and let us know who's better. All right. All and right. They're going to judge, and we judge them harshly. Good. I like that. 
think I'm getting winning exhaustion. Is that a thing? I don't think, I don't think <laughs> that's think a I'm thing. Just a, I think See, I'm getting like. I got to go to the chiropractor because my back is hurting because I carry this show so hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, and with that thought, we had a listener write in with a toast. Are you ready for this? Josh, Josh, work puppy workman, wrote in with the toast. And this is only part of a larger toast, but he says it applies to me. Uh, Because he was in the Air Force. The sissiest of the armed forces, would you say? you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. You got to delete that. Didn't they used to be the Army? I don't know. Yeah, I think they started off as the Army. Uh, he says, here's to the Air Force. We've got wings, but we're not always angels. Aww. Yes. Uh. Work, way to go, work puppy. Good job. <laughs> here's the spot in the show where we check our iTunes reviews, Kieran. Oh. Yep, we do this on the spot live. I fun. I try not to uh, look at it daily because I get obsessive. Sounds like untapped reviews. Uh, well, there's no new reviews. Oh. <laughs> so, Kieran, do you have an iPhone? I don't. Kieran? I'm an Android user. We're off. You're off the show, Kieran. Same. All right, I'll go clean more. <laughs> I think Patrick's the only iPhone user. Am I the last iPhone user I in the world? I think so. Yeah. I'm like Will Smith and uh, <laughs> I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. You're the last one. Dude, I'm like Will Smith. Uh, I'm kind of like the cuter version of Will Smith. <laughs> I'm definitely the paler version of yeah. Will Smith. <laughs> Moving right along. Today, Terrell, are you hyped? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely hyped, man. All I, right. They got some pretty sweet stuff going on in here, man. Not only do they have beer, but they also have wine. And? Mead. Mead. I've always... Always wanted to try mead. This is my chance. My Viking heritage <laughs> is like calling out to the mead. I just spit on my microphone too, by the way. Yeah. We don't edit either, so this is all going to be in there. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, I like it. So the mead is like um, made from honey? Yep. yep. Honey is the primary sugar in that for fermentation. Um, the one that I've got today to share with you is a mellow mel, which basically means it's a fruited mead. Okay. Um, so it's got a little sugar added from some raspberries and some thyme. Okay. Yeah. I love this. I, I'm literally descended from Vikings, okay? Same. Same. It's awesome. So I can appreciate that. We are like family. <laughs> Brothers. We probably pillaged somewhere together yes, at some pillage. point. <laughs> say, we'll leave out the other parts. Less savory. Did you guys ever see the movie Three Amigos? No. From a million years ago? Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The the line is, rape the hedges and pillage the women. (laughs) Or something like that. It's the most random line ever. Yeah, stupid. And, yeah, I've derailed our podcast. This is going. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is taking a left turn. Yeah, definitely. On Chicago Drive. Pike 51 on Chicago Drive. Yep. Where'd you guys come up with the name for it? Yeah. Though? So, Chicago Drive used to be Turnpike 51. 
before it was renamed. So it was real, real obvious to us. Um, and my mind has been blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes good sense. Except for nowadays, people go, oh, yeah, like Pike Fifty One, like the fish. No, that's, no, that's like the first thing I thought. Yeah, that was. I yeah. honestly <laughs> thought like, oh, they, like, maybe they really like fishing. And he's caught 51 pikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, one day where he caught 51 pikes. Yeah, one day yeah. he catches 51 pikes. It's got to be more pikes. impressive. Yeah. Just stopping at 51 <laughs> randomly. And yeah. then I need one more. <laughs> and he just couldn't catch it, so he's like, I'm going to open a brewery. It's like the Floyd Miller of pikes, because Floyd Miller is 51 and no, I think. What? I think Floyd Mayweather. Who's that? The boxer. The bo- he boxes? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Where have you been? I play video games, Terrell. I don't do the sports. This dude. I don't do the sports games. Unless you count golf. Golf is golf a sport. Is, golf is a business meeting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. An outing. Yep. Okay. We're going to get back on track, Karen, I promise. Uh so tell us a little bit about yourself and what's your history in brewing. I know that's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I have kind of a different history than a lot of the old guys in the industry. Um, being younger and newer, I actually went to school for brewing. Okay. Um, I started at Grand Valley studying engineering and almost finished a degree and decided I hated it. Um, as soon as I had to sit down at a desk and was no longer hands-on, I had to find something else. So. I dropped out, took some time off, and then found out that there was actually a brewing school at Grand Rapids Community College. That is crazy. Yeah. We yeah. should do full, that. Full-fledged brewery, tap room. Um, when there's not a pandemic going on, you can go in there and actually sit and drink the beer oh, that wow. the kids have made, and they'll serve it to you as well. So. Wow. Yeah, that was a great experience. So, yeah, I went through the Fountain Hill Brewing Program at Grand Rapids Community College, and on the back side of that, um, found myself up near Traverse City at Lake Ann Brewing Company. Um, very, very small place, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, very busy because there's nowhere else to drink for like six miles around. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I was there filling in as like a temporary brewer. Um, then I had to start looking for a different job and I really wanted to come back down into the Grand Rapids area because I love the beer scene down here a lot. Um, and I did, I found myself uh, flying for a position here at Pike and a week later got that call back asking for a second interview and now I've been here for two years at the end of July. Awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey, guess what? It's August. You made it. Two years. Buddy. I know. I, I was kind of amazed. Like, there you go. It feels like it's been so long, but you not must be long doing a good job, man. I mean, because if you think about it, I mean, going to school and stepping out and just doing your thing. Yeah, I feel really, really lucky because not many people go to school nowadays and then step out straight yeah. into their field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my boss, Steve. Oh, uh, hey, Steve. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> He puts up with my bullshit, so that's always good. That's awesome. Man. Nice Steve, to meet you, Steve. Terrell, I'm Patrick. Terrell, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, you're on the podcast right now. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Man, you want, you want to say Sorry hi to anyone? To interrupt. <laughs> no worries. You enjoying the beers? Enjoying Karen? Karen's awesome. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, we're we're getting, we get into the beers next. Yeah, okay. the beers are okay. coming up fast, and I'm super excited to try the mead. I've yeah. never had mead it's before. Fantastic. It's fantastic. This is a great spot. We Thank really you. like it. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, like hearing that, we are a little diamond in the rough, aren't we? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. my line. You just stole my. Line. Sorry, stole, <laughs> that's like you stole his <laughs> every episode. Okay, you can have it. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to cut just that one bit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Steve doesn't say that. I'll just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Steve. Yeah, you as well. Hey, thanks, Steve. Enjoy. Yeah. So you said, how long does it take for you to get through uh, the schooling process and everything? It, just a one-year program. Um, so it's two semesters, fall and. spring like winter semester um but yeah you you basically get out of it what you put into it so you can go and just drink beer and have a good time which is what a lot of people do i mean uh-huh. hell if you can go and get a trade certificate and spend your whole entire time drinking beer like it doesn't sound bad if you wow. do that the whole time you don't usually come out of it brewing at the yeah. end um <laughs> i know what i'm doing this fall yeah, right <laughs> not bad you know if you live in grand rapids it's a it's a pretty cheap cheap way to learn how to brew i live so far away from grand rapids exactly (laughs) so we so you have to uh do you have to like take tests and everything or yeah yeah um some real weird tests um like they'd have you just blind taste beer like put a beer in front of you not tell you what it is nothing about it and then they want you to sit through and analyze it every step of the way so you start with the appearance of the beer and you go through and know what that looks like um, wow. Yeah, starting with just like looking at how thick it looks like it might be, which can give you an indication of the malt that went into it or the ABV at the end. Um, then moving through to like your flavor and your aroma, um, mouthfeel, and like an overall impression. And at the end, they would have you guess what style of beer it was. Wow. Luckily, that wasn't entirely all of the points. Um, if you, yeah. As long as you went through it and analyzed it properly, yeah. like you got some points, but that was part of it. So at the end, you're like, oh, gosh, <laughs> like, okay, I've got it. Um, it might be an oatmeal stout. It might be a, an imperial Russian stout. Like, I'm not yeah. even sure at this point. Um, but yeah, and then extra points if you could actually guess the beer. So it was, it was very competitive. We had a lot of fun with it. How many times did you nail it? I nailed it twice in the oh. whole program, which you took one of those weekly. So oh, you, you start to feel real down on yourself after a while. Um, <laughs> especially when you're tasting something and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a pale ale. And then they're like, that's Sapporo the lager. And you're like, my palate's shot. It's not me. My palate's shot. Um, right. I didn't eat anything before I came in here. So yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I had a rough night last night. Chewing gum and drinking coffee. And right. It's not, it's all not over the place right now. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's um, it's it's really fun if you ever have the opportunity just to have somebody else pour you beer and have a bunch of people to try to go through and guess what you're drinking. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's a fun time, um, especially when you're not being graded on it. It's probably a bit more fun. Yeah, I, my anxiety <laughs> would go through the roof. I'd be like, I gotta get this. You've never seen more people with their noses like so deep in their beer, just. <laughs> I would pay to see Patrick. I would pay to see you do that. I would pay to see. <laughs> But like, <laughs> <laughs> did, did and then you get slapped, just backhanded. Did, right. did they did they ever throw anything like that at you? No. The funny thing is, um, they would do imported, like the imported versions of domestics, basically. So like okay. Sapporo, the lager from Japan. Like, okay. we would drink a lot of that. They use that for off flavor testing. So adding purposeful like bad flavors to beer, it was always done in Sapporo, oh. which has really ruined it for me now. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, never, not a single time in hell would they bring out a Bud Light or like a Miller High Life or yeah. no <laughs> that just didn't happen but um, Coke 45 <laughs> oh god <laughs> yum <laughs> my, uh, my brother-in-law is a big fan of the Coors uh, yep 
There's a lot of people that are. Honestly, the first beer I put in our flight is our answer for the domestic drinkers. Okay. Um, which is becoming a thing. Like, you know, 10 years ago in the brewing industry, everybody kind of laughed at lagers. You know, we were IPAs. This is the craft yeah. style. You've got to go to that, you know. Loggers were kind of ignored, and now you've got everybody producing their equivalent of that yeah. American adjunct lager that every domestic drinker loves. So we're all trying to steal those people back from yeah. that domestic market because, you know, if we can get them and we can get all their friends that drink there craft beer too, you we're set. In, yeah. yeah, we're absolutely set. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So um, how do you come up with new ideas for beers? Like, do you... Is, it's it, a, what's a thought process? Um, some of the weirder ones I make, I usually go through like foods. Honestly, I do a lot of like food pairing ideas. Yeah. Um, I made a saison with Yeri Low hops in it that were all based on the fact that I smelt the hop and the hop smelt like pears, mm. like straight up pears. So I thought, okay, what goes good with pear? And I'm a person, I really like brie cheese, some black pepper and pear baked. So mm, yeah. I went through and designed a beer that would pair with brie cheese. Um, so I went with the Saison because it's that Belgian Saison. So you have a bit of that kind of pepperiness that you get from the phenols of the, the yeast. Okay. Um, yeast makes phenols and esters. And um, the phenolic characters are that kind of spicy. You get the clove of like okay. a, a Hefeweizen. You get that banana and clove character. Okay. So the banana is the ester and that clove is the phenol. So the Saison yeast has kind of that fruity banana-y ester a little bit. Yeah. But it's got a really nice black pepper phenol character. So that's what I wanted to pair in with that hop aroma. And then drink that beer and eat brie cheese. And together you're supposed go. to taste you like you're it. eating yeah. a baked brie with pear and black that's pepper. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's, a, that's, that's kind of the, the weirder thought process. So I'm pretty sure you're probably good at like uh, science and stuff like that. You were a science person, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. That's I can my, tell. My I can tell. I can definitely tell. Yeah. I feel like we're in over our heads right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll get real layman's with you. Layman's terms all the way. He just went on this tear about how smart he is with making this beer, and I'm like, if you can see Pat's face. Oh my right now, god. <laughs> I saw his middle finger start creeping up. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty. That's a that's a pretty solid that's thought impressive. process. That's, a, that's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah. That's yeah. That's just history for me. Uh, my parents own a restaurant. My dad's a restaurateur, so. So this was the right fit for you. And, yeah. This is like <laughs> the perfect fit for you. Yeah, I've got a long beer history. Good thing you stopped going um, for engineering. Yeah. Why would you want to do engineering? <laughs> Get a waste of uh, waste of like yourself i mean uh, it just makes me happier like yeah. if you can produce something that immediately gives somebody a, a gratification you know you go out for a beer with your friends like that's automatically a good time yeah, yeah. like it's not three steps later somebody's having a good time with something you designed yeah. like, through engineering it's like nope you're immediately putting something on tap somebody gets a pour of that mm -hmm. and they're smiling and they're enjoying themselves. Like, yeah. When literally, it comes down to it. you literally just described me. I'm a hundred percent instant gratification man. Well, you know what? Good. You're in the right place. Yeah. Man. Keeping me in my job. I, well, our next question is like a basic question. It's tell us what makes Pike Fifty One special, and you just nailed it already. I don't even have to ask that question. Like, you seem so happy here. This seems like such a just a happy environment oh yeah like we love what we do um you know everybody's here and we yeah. feel good about what we serve and we feel good about our clientele you know yeah. we really we try to just provide the best for people you know if you're here we want you to have a good time we want you to drink something you enjoy we're always eager you know if, if you tried something and it wasn't quite your jam 
we're going to look for that next step. You know, what did you like about that? Okay, yeah. well, I've got a beer that has those same characteristics, but it doesn't have that bitterness that yeah. you didn't like or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, we're just, we just want to see people have a good time. Yeah. Enjoy good beer, good it's, wine, good food. It's and so company. Funny. Yeah. Mm. I, I picked that up instantly because I called here and I was like, uh, hey, we run a podcast. And like instantly you called me back and you were like, yeah, we want to have you come in. Yeah, no, we, like, we love that. We, that's we, perfect. We want to bring more people into our bubble. Yeah. Because we're small, you know? Yeah, and I mean, this, this will definitely small. get you guys out there. I mean, do you guys do, like, wine tasting or beer tasting? Yeah, so we do wine tastings just in-house here, but if you come in in the afternoon, you can actually sit up at the bar um, when there's seats at the bar, mm-hmm. but otherwise you can get a table or whatever, and they'll go through and do, like, four or five different wine tastings with you. Um, so you can really narrow down what you like, and... Yeah, hell, you can find a bottle you like and walk out the door. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm grabbing yeah. some of that peach wine. Yeah. <laughs> a few of those on the way out. Yeah. Peach wine. Peach what? wine. I'm buying it for my wife, man. She likes that kind of stuff. Yeah. Matt, we used to have a saying for you back at our old job. I can't remember what it was. It was yeah, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't a saying. He's, he's, just, he's digging <laughs> for something right now. It was. So we, we can move on here. Um, so if you were to pick, like, your favorite type of beer, what are you? Are you, like, a sour? Are you a... Um, I honestly, I really love traditional English and Scottish styles. Um, that's where I first started drinking beer. Uh, my dad's from the UK, so I started drinking beer way before I was 21. We'd go over there, and you can go up to the bar age 16 and buy Just a pint order. of beer yeah. as long as you're with your parents. Like, um, So I, I grew up drinking, like, English Milds, which is a style you don't see here, like Not ESBs. I love all of those. They're the perfect blend of like that slight hoppy bitterness, but nice malt character, and they're still sessionable at that point, which is a big thing for me. I honestly, if you're going to give me a beer and you say, I've got this imperial stout over here, or I've got this just normal-ass lager, I'm like, I'm going for the normal-ass lager, because I'd like to have a second beer, maybe, a yeah. third beer, without yeah. being under the table, unable to even discuss what I'm drinking anymore. Right. right. It's no. very easy to get to that point. See, yeah. we grew up, like, sneaking sips of beers from our dads. Oh, yeah. So... We were the, the child that put their fingers yeah. in the cup and sucked it off. Oh, yeah. no, we would just be like, uh, hey, Dad, what's that over there? <laughs> Take a quick sip, and pretty soon, uh, who drank all my beer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Dad. <laughs> right? So, let's, let's dive into our... Uh, yeah. Our flights that we have. Oh yeah. Tell um, us a little bit about where we're gonna start. So I, I put these in order, um, which I think they should be taste. So we'd be moving from that lightest one all the way on the left, um, which is our uh, American Lager. Like I said, it's designed for our domestic beer drinker. Um, it's called Tall Boy, very appropriately named. This tastes like uh, something I know. I'm sure it does. This tastes very familiar. It, it probably <laughs> tastes maybe a little bit like PBR, maybe a little bit like those other corn-based adjunct bloggers. This is not bad at all, though. Nope, nope. This is, you know what this is, Terrell? What? This is an all-day beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can drink this That's our all lawnmower. day That's his thing right there. You can drink, <laughs> it, drink it all day, you get that, that tag. Yeah, you're in there with him. Yep, that is that was the whole goal of that. It's supposed to be sessionable, like there's quenching. Definitely. It, you can yeah, go sit refreshing. outside and drink a bunch of them and not feel dehydrated afterwards. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty uh, pretty good there. I love yeah. it. That's, that's always our answer. Somebody comes in and goes, do you have, what, what do you have that's like Bud Light? And yeah. go, okay, we, we have Tall Boy. We got Tall Boy. Here's a Tall Boy. Yep, that's the first, that, that first thing sense. to push them towards. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
and I am. I'm very, very happy with my, that beer. That's one that we've got the recipe down. It's done changing. Mm-hmm. It's it's solidified. And, and that's pretty much always on tap. Always. Always. Yep. Yep. Probably make that in your sleep. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's one of the easier brews, yeah. too. So, yeah, it's one of those just, like, zip, zap, go. Like, it's done. Get it out there. Yep. Do you ever have, like, nightmares of brewing? Yeah. What's a brewer's nightmare about? <laughs> That's a um, good question. I oh, gosh. You it up, man. You're going to have people hating you for your question yeah. series now. You're going to be like, this That's what I'm talking really about. Man. anxiety job, producing. Man. You got to put the clap uh, effects in there when you. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good question. We man. need a soundboard. <laughs> Push a button, clap. That was a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I always am afraid I left something on. Oh. As soon as I walk out the door and get in my car, I think. What did I leave on? I heard the elements in my kettle still turned on, Ugh. just scalding away with no liquid over them. Oh, yeah, that's so bad. Uh, did I leave the CO2 hooked up to a tank? So uh. now that the PRV's gone and releasing pressure. And yeah, my gosh. Yeah, so it's always that for me. It's always that's that. Horrible. Like, yep, I have turned around. I've done the Michigan left on Chicago Drive to come back <laughs> <laughs> to then come in and look and go, I didn't it's leave off, anything yeah. on. It's all off. It's, yeah. it's that same, yeah. did I leave the oven on? Is my curling iron plugged in? Garage door open. The Home Alone effect. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> but fine. other than that, that's honestly. Have you ever seen Home Alone? Yeah, man. Okay, I just want to make sure. Man. Why are there so many flies by you? I don't know. They like you. I guess so. So what we got here? The next one in um, is our Pulp Friction. It's oh. a shandy we make. It's a oh. summertime release for us. Um, I love. I can smell this. Oh, it smells. I'm sure. Just sniff it. Steve smell. and I spend a morning. Um, squeezing lemons, limes, oranges, and grapefruits. Shout out to you, Steve. Yeah. Steve is my, my fruit like, squishing buddy. Steve's to our left working while we're just drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he'll get to it later. <laughs> oh, no, this is good. You can really taste the lemons in the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all fresh, fresh squeezed in that. So we get a 140 lemons, like 68 lime or 48 limes, like... 88 oranges and 60-some grapefruits. It's a... What is this called again? Pulp Friction. Do you know the backstory? I don't say. I'm sure they're familiar with It used pulp to be called fiction. Marvin's was the base. Oh, yeah. And Marvin was the dude in the backseat that he shot. Mm. So Pulp Friction. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. Yeah, dude, the Hefeweizen base. Marvin in the face. <laughs> <laughs> We, we eventually shot Marvin in the face, and now we've got Heffet as the base. This um, is good. <laughs> I'm changing it. This is my all-day beer. This I'm is just... two all-days in a row, Terrell. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Luckily, your, your ABV range, you're still okay. You're still okay for an all-day drinker. What is this um, one? This about five, just five? above 5%. I was going to. Yep. I had it nailed right about 5%. Yep. You could feel that. ready for school. I am. Steve, will you sponsor me to go to uh, brewer school, and I'll come in here and partner up with Kieran, and we'll uh, tag team this for you? No. <laughs> you were shaking your head yes. That's all I said. <laughs> this is good stuff, though. Yeah, okay. I really I enjoy having This is probably this. one of the better beers that I've tasted since we've been doing this. Thank you. Wow. I, pre- I appreciate I'm, I'm, that. Wow. Yeah, and I'm not even like playing. I like this is one of the ones. You know, I don't even. You don't really drink. I don't. That I don't really go all that. Deep You're the straight these. guy. I'm the. <laughs> I'm in first gear right now, ready to kick it up a notch. <laughs> oh well, we've got some notches. To, Do you guys to kick can it up. this? 
what was that? Do you can? guys can? We do some packaging. Um, we haven't lately just because there's actually a can shortage going around right now. Wow. I don't know if you've heard about that yet. But you do have growlers. We do have growlers. Well, so, yeah, anything we have on tap, you can come in, fill a growler. Um, yeah, we're, we're happy to send beer home with you. We just don't have a ton packaged right now. Well, I'm getting a growler today. There we go. <laughs> uh, this is a note for Shelly. Please make more room in the refrigerator. Yeah, it's got to be the top shelf. You're going to be tall enough, or the door. <laughs> We've had several discussions in my home about the beer that's been taking over. <laughs> yeah, he has a tendency to go off the rails with uh, the beer. I mean, I I bring home a growler every once in a while, and that's always how it is. It's like, okay, the milk's got to be sideways down here. Yeah. And then I stopped this buying needs to milk out. because I bought so many growlers. <laughs> milk or beer? I'm vitamin, exactly. de- vitamin D deficient other. right now. <laughs> But I'm barley hopping. <laughs> Get it? Hey, that's a pun. Barley hopping. Yeah, I hear you. It's good. It's pretty good. Love it. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> what do we have with this next what, one? What's number three? Number this is three a nice is golden. Our, yeah. I mean, give it a sniff. You can probably guess what style Honey. we're moving to. Whoa. That's hoppy. Yeah. So we're moving into our house IPA here. This is called uh, Kush. Kush. Kush IPA. Kush, okay. Um, it's our, our house IPA. We have it on all the time. Um, it's one of those that our regulars know they can come in and they can get their pint of Kush. And, yeah. <laughs> Man, this, this smells great. Yeah, it's uh, a good mm. blend of hops in there, um, ranging from some real tropical fruit-forward ones down to that, like, Simcoe. It's not hard to, it's not hard to herbal, take in. Herbal, This is... An all-day beer, Terrell. This is three in a row. Yeah, you got you got three. three oh my ones gosh! Going in a row. This is one of those you're creeping into danger zone, though. Yeah. Yes, you're looking at just above 7%. seven percent. Um, so you know those. Did you hear me nail you, this? You got it. You got it. You're I'm, doing good. I can't wait till you the rest of them. Let's see if you're uh, five. Uh, let me five. guess. Let me guess the next two. Okay. Okay, I will. This is going to be your okay. your guess. But uh, yeah, that's our. It's aromatic. It's flavorful it, it it's it's not heavy on your taste buds mm-hmm. i always want to create an ipa that brings you back you know like it doesn't leave so much lingering in your mouth that you think okay like i'm gonna sit yeah. here and save for the flavor in my mouth it brings you back to that okay it's just kind of that little light lingering bitterness yeah. and my mouth's dried out again so i want to go back and take another drink and to experience that flavor all yeah. over again so exactly. I just took another sip because I wanted more of this party in my mouth. Exactly. Yeah. A nice little trip. Shout out to Chris, man. He told me about this place, and he's he's spot on. He's spot on. Chris, that you that I work with. Oh, manager. okay. Yeah. You're he right. told me about this place. It's spot nice. on. Well, thanks. And he Chris. said every time he passes through, he stops here. And um, yeah. I work this, a, is, this is spot on. I work a few blocks away from this place. Well, now I'm you've in got trouble. A... <laughs> now you've got somewhere to stop on your way home. Oh man, that's pretty solid, man. Thanks. Yeah, I. Uh, that's like that's three another for one three. of those. Just three for three. Automatic, you know. That's a brew I do. So this is something that you just came up with, and you just been rolling with it. That was a rewrite of a recipe from the previous brewer. So Kush okay. IPA has been the house IPA here for quite some time now. Probably what five years, six years. Um, 
And so when I got here a couple years ago, um, there were some issues with sourcing ingredients and having them regularly available, certain hop strains, certain malts, all of that. Um, so I went through and basically went and looked at what distributor are we going to use, what can we get all the time so we can be as consistent as possible, and that helped with the rewrite of the Kush recipe. We went to some hops that are more readily available, um, ones that aren't those glam glamour hops. Um, we're small, so we don't have the luxury of purchasing thousands and thousands of pounds mm -hmm. of something like Mosaic before it's even harvested, like Founders, Bells, any yeah. of those big places can. Oh, yeah, they so scoop it up. We're, yeah, we're kind of at the mercy of spot hops, which is you can call your distributor, whatever they have, write that. Um, that's how we do most of our hop buying. So it does limit us as far as the New Zealand hops go. That's mm. the biggest new tropical hop um, group. Like everybody wants to get hops from New Zealand because they make amazing really? New England styles. They're super fruity without a lot of that, um, you know, the onion garlic kind of yeah. like plant herbal character you get from a lot of um, hops here in the United States. Yeah less so with the New Zealand hops. They're really, really fruity. So we can dabble in that a little bit, but for the most part, it's one of those, okay, I'm going to go for Simcoe, which, yes, it's a bit of a glamour hop still, being a proprietary hop and yeah. own, being owned by somebody, um, but it's still readily available. They grow so much Simcoe out in the Yakima Valley, um, so we can always, always get it. Um, so that's one of the hops in this, and a couple others that we can readily source. Do you do any local source um, ingredients? Yeah, so we get um, some hops from Michigan Hop Alliance, yep. which isn't okay. quite local. They're based up in Omina, so up in right. the Leelanau Peninsula, which is where I'm from. So I actually am like, it's so, local. It's <laughs> local, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really love getting hops through them, and we do um, like uh, Sticky Fingers is a hop blend that they do, and I try to buy a bag of that at least once a year and make st our Sticky Fingers IPA. It's just 100% that hop. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and it's a blend of all of the hops that they grow on site up there. So it's okay. all 100% grown in the Leelanau Peninsula, um, processed there and everything. Okay. So it's it's a good way to know you're getting something from Michigan and you're giving directly back to Michigan. Yeah, that's what we're all about. We're all about supporting our local breweries, mm -hmm. our local growers, um, anything we can do to help push this scene forward. That's what we're about. I love that. So. Yeah, that's huge. Um, that Honestly, that's part of what makes leaving Michigan, the idea of that, yeah. kind of scary to me because um, yeah. our industry here is so amazing. Yeah, we have it the really top of industry. I mean, if you think about it, like other states, they're not even close to where we're at in Michigan because no. if you think about it, we have the best water source. Hell yeah. The farmland is, is great. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't beat it. Yeah, nope, you really can't. We're at the proper uh, longitude. Latitude. Longitude. latitude. Yeah. latitude yeah. No, but it's latitude. We're at the perfect yeah. latitude for hop growing. Um, you know, we can, yeah, we can grow barley here. Um, and that's something that we're seeing a slight uptick in um, mm -hmm. the independent barley growers. Um, yeah, I bet we will. Yeah. Uh, there's a place out east, I think they've changed their name, but they're one of the newer farms to come in and, and they're doing barley just for the brewing industry, which is so cool to see because then we'll have more opportunities to do entirely 100% Michigan grown there you go. Uh, beers, you know? Um, yeah. And us little guys, that's something that we'd love to do, yeah. but financially, not quite. We're not quite there yet, yeah, yeah. Um, but when you see more farms coming in, more people doing it here locally, then you have that hope of like, okay, a couple years down the road, I might be able to buy all Michigan 
all local. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's a hope for the future, for sure. We love it. We love it. So what do we have here? This is number four. We're moving cherry. Dark. Yeah. Um, red looking. No, dark cherry. Dark. Yeah, we're going to that kind of almost Stout? black. I'm going to let you try. I don't know. No, you're going to try. What are we looking at? I got to let you see. Smell See if your lip oh, falls first. good. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's coffee. Has that coffee smell to yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's a good, mm. a, a pretty good place to start when you're talking dark beer with malt profile. Yeah. Because that dark roast, uh, the roasting of barley, especially in the darker yeah. kilned areas, it's a lot like roasting coffee. So you start to pull those same kind of aromas yeah. out of it. Um, there's no coffee in this beer, though. Oh. No actual coffee. Wow. That's all malt aroma. Like, can you taste that? In? Mm-hmm. That's hey, a good, also solid. There's something else in there. Eight, five. I might have to look this one up. I think it's oh. nine something. Oh. Oh, there we go. Oh, thanks. Dropping off a couple keychains for us. I'm yeah, buying a hat, yeah. and uh, I love that you guys do the Tagger Brew stuff. I'm, yeah. like, super obsessive about collecting. Okay. Uh, so, everywhere I go, I'm like, do you guys do Tagabrew? <laughs> I gotta get my Tagabrew. <laughs> you know, honestly, before I started here, I didn't realize it was such a big thing. The it's tag a brew. huge thing. But then, yeah, I've met customers here who come in and they're like, oh, like, I gotta get my Tagabrew because oh, I've yeah. got, and then they whip out their keychain. And, and you're like just like, of them. how much does that weigh? Like, yeah, like, how are your <laughs> yeah. pants not falling down? It was These in your clean? pocket. They are clean. Okay, so do that Hell yeah. Um... Steve's yes. bringing us presents, guys. Yeah, Steve, Steve brought us another. So you, you're, you're close. I think you're actually a little under on the ABV of this one. I okay. think it's creeping up somewhere towards 9%. Oh, yeah. Um, this is our bourbon barrel aged cream oh, curl that's stout. That's what it is. Bourbon barrel. And the, and the more I drink it, it's, it gets better as you drink it. Like the first sip. Does. It's like kind of like, ah, uh, then we started drinking and it started getting smoother. This well, is a, we just went a big opposite, too. We went from hoppy and lighter all the way to a very dark, full-bodied, like, boozy. And I'm not even a dark person, but this is, like, the dark, pretty dark beer that I can, <laughs> that I can drink here. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, um, it's one of those pastry stouts. You know, they're kind of the fad right now. It's yeah. locally made cream curls. Um, we are lucky to have a bakery just kind of across the road from us. Um, so we got cream curls from them, and I stuffed my mash tun with all the malt and with a bunch of cream curls. I um, love it. Yeah. I would, this is good. This is like my after-dinner beer. Yeah, nice digestif. Like, yeah. yeah. This is good. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink... My pulp friction all day. I'm going to have uh, a nice steak. There you go. Potato. Some potato salad. I like potato and potato salad. Potato in a potato salad? I love it, dude. Baked potato. And then you move right into like a special potato salad. Uh, I don't know about that. How many courses do you eat that contain potatoes? Like, like three. Three. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I want to know what the dessert, dessert is. Fella. You said potato and potato salad at the same time. I don't know. I'm, I'm confused on that. I like a baked potato. And then with the okay. potato salad on the side. And then I like a mustardy potato oh, salad. Okay, yeah. Mustardy potato salad. You got okay. me, you got me mm-hmm. sold on Right that. there. Mustardy potato salad. We recently tried a deviled egg potato salad. It wasn't Ooh. good. It was actually pretty good. I, that was. sounds good. I'm not going to tell you where it's from. It's a big chain store, but oh, okay. I, don't, I, I probably wouldn't get it again, but 
was Does it rhyme with ballpark, Mark? Yeah. Okay. It does. <laughs> Just about guess. Man, I... What was the name of this again, number four? We actually don't have a name for it. It was one of those just one-offs. I had a barrel ready for it. Let me suggest a name. <laughs> All right, let's do Here that. I like Here this. Here we go. Okay. All right, we're going to... Trout, think of a name. Let's... So it's a let's, bourbon barrel aged, bourbon cream curl, imperial style. When you look at me and Pat, right, you get an idea of bourbon barrel aged. and... Ebony. Cream style. Ivory and Ebony, right here. <laughs> Brewery Brothers. Ivory and Ebony. Brewery Brothers style. BB style. <laughs> what do you yes. think of BB style? We already had a, a BBC <laughs> Mellow Mellow. <laughs> My heart just broke. Nice try. <laughs> I would go Ebony and Ivory. This is sweet, though. It is. It's sweet. It's too, too sweet to be named after you? Mm-mm. No, no, not at all. Sorry, that was inaccurate. <laughs> no, this is this is delicious. This is... It, the only reason this isn't an all-day beer is because I would be on the floor yeah. in about four. <laughs> well, this next one, the, the bottle that Steve brought over to us is one of the things that we have packaged currently. Okay. Um, we do an annual release of this beer. It's called Sensual Bean. Um, named oh, because man. of all of the beans involved making it. This one does get rested on coffee. Whoa. It gets okay. rested on vanilla beans. Um, and it gets rested on uh, cocoa beans as well. Hmm. So, uh, Whoa. Let's yep. try it. I just, I took a sniff of it. it. sniff is, is, yeah. This is powerful. It immediately like shot up into my nose. Like, it doesn't even taste like. It doesn't taste like beer. No, it doesn't. It tastes. Mm. That's pretty good. That yeah. is so good. That goes into fresh bourbon barrels. So that's that big going up into your nose. Yeah. That yeah. Fusily content. Yeah. yeah. That's that's that bourbon. Um, also, you want to guess the ABV on this one? I gotta say nine. 11.2. Wow. So oh, that's yeah. another another bit of those, yeah, those alcohol fusels moving yeah, up into your... Yeah, you can definitely your, tell. Wow. Yeah, into your sinuses. Um, but yeah, this is a... We do it every year. Sensual Bean um, usually comes out in the wintertime. This past year's... Well, I guess it would be 2020's release. would happened mm-hmm. in February. Um, so that's what this bottle's from. And we, we change the barrels every year. So this is a Heaven Hill barrel. The next one um, I've got aging right now is in a Four Roses... This is Cast. really good. Sensual yeah, bean. bean. And that's, yeah, that's kind of one of our fun ones. Our regulars all look forward to that. Um, we always auction off an opportunity to do a um, vertical, which uh, is every year's release. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah, you get to try, you know, Sensual Bean. I think we're down to Sensual Bean 4 now is the oldest one we have, and you do all the way up through. Nope, the, we got two more rounds. Okay, we've got a couple more of actually the full vertical. Apparently. So you could really taste the evolution of that beer. The evolution and the effect of different barrels, different coffee beans. Um, yeah, like it's it's really kind of a fun experiment. Wow. Um, because wow. you do. Steve's, yeah. Steve's showing me the uh, vertical. The vertical. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, if you're one of the lucky That's people pretty, who gets wow. to do that. Um, and, wow. we, and we auction it <laughs> off and somebody 
that comes in to the release. Just comes in. Gets and to taste every taste single every year. Every single year. Yeah. And then call their wife and tell two. them they need picked oh, up. I need a ride, Shelly. <laughs> we only have two left of batch number two. Okay. And then, yep, we'll just move as we go from there. Obviously, oh. you run out of bottles eventually, but so you guys we number, continually number add Number every bottles. single bottle, too. It's like, this is 7-Eleven. Yep. Hand, hand bottled. Everything we don't have a big bottling line, so literally every single bottle gets touched by me. Like, wow. <laughs> um, and yep, we we this label is them like all. Cherishable beer, yeah. like a special occasion. Yeah, beer. and it's it's ready to go in your cellar. You know, you can sit on yeah. that beer for years, which is why we're able years, to do years, years. those verticals. This is yeah. so good. This is like an impressive beer. <clears throat> Batch number nine, Heaven Hill Barrel. Medium rolls. We just tried to get the freshest barrels. Uh, the four roses were dumped about two weeks before we got them, and we had them for a couple of days before she filled them. So they were less than three weeks after they dumped them. Wow. Yeah. Really. That's really got to add to the flavor. Oh, totally. I feel special. You guys pulled that out. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate Steve. it. That's well, that's really awesome. Thank you, Steve. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a good idea. And honestly, these are. Uh, this cream curl stout that we tasted before the sensual bean, that came out of a barrel that was a second use sensual bean barrel. So after mm. we pull sensual bean out, we always like, there's still a little bit of that bourbon character. You still yeah. have vanillins yeah. to pull from the wood. You still have a bit more to get out of that barrel. So then we go back in with another dark, heavy beer, uh, such as that cream curl stout. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so then you also get kind of more fun. You know, you get more out of that barrel. Yeah. You get a different level of flavors. Barrels go in beta waves. So you'll hit high peaks of vanillins where you get that really nice vanilla character. And then you'll dip down into that tanniky, get the wood, kind of that musty. And yeah. it'll come back up and it will go back to the vanilla again. It will go back down and you'll hit a bourbon patch where mm. it's just alcohol. Like, So that's kind of the importance of tasting your beers. But also the fun part of putting something else in there yeah. is that you can then pull vanilla out of a barrel where you got predominantly bourbon before. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, just depending on how long you let it sit. How long would you age something like this? A year. A year? Wow. Um, kind of a general rule of thumb I like to play by is one month for every 1% ABV. Mm. So this sensual bean starts at about just above 9% alcohol before it hits the barrel. You actually increase your alcohol content as it sits in the barrel. There's a little bit more fermentables in there. It does allow everything to kind of continue to ferment. Um, it's warmer. It's room temperature, which is another thing. Yeast will ramp back up. So yeah. you have those little bit of sugars where in that controlled, cooler environment, they weren't being digested. They'll then be digested because they're in the warmth. Um, so, yeah, this creeps up to 11.2% from just above 9. Um, and I always make sure right it gets... Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it always gets at least 9 months. Um, it, it will do that. Oh, I'm, you've got to come I'm back for that vertical. Like, it's <laughs> creeping up on me. Yeah, this is pretty uh, pretty amazing. Central B. Check it out. You guys, you got to check out uh, Pike 51. It's, it's definitely a, a hidden gem. A this diamond like, in the rough. Man, this is like been one of my favorite episodes seriously and like, we're not even we're, we're not, not even, even done we're not, we're not done we're not here no. we're blowing smoke this is like seriously one of the, the best tasting beers that we've tasted I and i mean this that. whole flight so far we're like I, yeah. five for five yeah like usually we try to go down and get like our top three it's hard right now so Good. i'm just like we'll put the pressure even, on you definitely put the pressure <laughs> on I, at first i'm like man you know 
the pop fiction friction, and then I go to the Kush IPA, and then it just keeps the getting central better. Bean, and then the, the all of it is just like it's good stuff. I'm glad. Yeah. Say, so how do you guys feel about sours or wild? So ales? I'm more of a sours person. Okay. I'm not, okay. but. I'm, I'm down to try. I'm saying that is what I have here for our final okay. beer on it, our flight. It's an amber or reddish. I like a rose, darker rose yeah. type yeah. of color. That it color is, is in. It is a wild, not a cow, too. A lot yeah. of people do cows. The wild. Okay. Yep. So, what's all in it? So, this one is cherry. This is where your color is coming from. Um, that kind of aroma, if you smell it, it might smell kind of reminiscent of something you might have eaten at grandma's house or. Yeah. If you're from up north, something that they try to force down your throat at every cherry single cobbler. moment. Cherry cobbler. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. Good old like Traverse cherry City, I had the best That's cherry cobbler. That's what it reminds me of. I was What's the name of it? This one's called Old Joints. Old Joints. Um, it's a pun. That's good. <laughs> Based on a... Yeah, well, yeah, you, puns. you know what a creek is? A creek? A creek. Like a small river? No, not like a small river. Like, like a K-R-I-E-K <laughs> creek. Uh, no. Um, it's a Belgian cherry sour. It's real traditional, though. If you're making a creek, you're usually trying to make a creek. So when I made this beer, it was um, during the transitionary period um, from the last brewer, and he had left some beers souring in barrels. So didn't really know what they were, didn't know what his intentions were with them before he left, so went through and tasted them, yeah. found a few different um, bases that he had made, yeah. and decided to blend them, add cherries to it, and refire it with some more bacteria. Yeah. So that's what this turned into, and I named it Old Joints because it's kind of creaky. Like that's cool. Like your old joints would be. <laughs> Man, this guy. Ah, this, that's so this. bad. That's so bad. I'm always one of those people. I'm no, looking for a groan. Like if you groan, I've done my job. This is good. This is good. That's good. I don't like sours. I like this. It's yeah. yeah it's not too tart. Some of those sours are like yeah. you feel like the enamels being scraped off your oh, teeth yeah. as you're drinking yeah. it. Um, I've this, had those. Yeah, I this one like I didn't those. go too far. It's that light bit of funk. You got that little bit of Britannomyces mm-hmm. presence. That drying. Yeah, you can definitely tell is there but it's yep. not there but it's not overwhelming yeah. yep and we really wanted to highlight the cherry you know we wanted it to feel like you're drinking something that does taste like cherry where'd you guys get the cherries from um those are all from michigan based so the montmorency cherries are out of the traverse city area um good cherries yeah coloma uh based down in coloma michigan okay they're a large distributor for fruit um for the brewing industry okay um so we get a lot of our stuff through them it's good stuff yeah, including all of the fruits that go into the melamos and such all come from Coloma as well. What is the um, the uh, ABV with this? That one's 7.6%, I believe. Trell, I was just going to say. Somewhere, yeah, that mid-7s. I was literally just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't give you the chance. Yeah, you're taking a shine, I guess. Jumping on my bandwagon there, Kieran. <laughs> but yeah, we, we try to, uh, we always have one sour on tap. At least, uh, at least one wild sour. I do some kettle sours as well. Um, Those have kind of blown up in the last they couple are, of years. Yes, I feel like sours are a gateway beer. And as weird as that phrase is, yeah. they are. They're, you know, people who like cider, yep. people who like the seltzers with the fruity flavors and all that, they can get down with some of the sours, and they can especially get down with the kettle sours, which have no funk. Yeah. You know, they don't have that Britannomyces presence. That's kind of off-putting to some people, um, mm-hmm. but they have that tartness. They have a lot of people are adding fruit. 
you know? And so you get that, and that's what people like about cider, and that's what people like about seltzer. So all of a sudden, you've got a beer that a non-beer drinker can drink and enjoy. So, yeah, those kettle sours, I completely understand why they're taking that's off. That's good stuff right here. Yeah. it's good stuff. You you have uh, gluten-free seltzers. Yeah, yeah. So we're real lucky because we have a winemaking license. Um, so we can actually make stuff without barley involved. Um, that's kind of that difference, the difference between having a brewery license, the winery license. Um, brewing, you've got to have barley. Barley. Mm-hmm. Got to. There's no way around it. Legally, there needs to be barley in something. So um, making seltzer uh, with the winery license, we are able to just make it based with corn sugar. Um, so mm. we're looking gluten-free. Um, so we've got more options for people. That's that's huge. I appreciate being able to do that because, yeah, there's a lot of people who are, oh, you want to go to a brewery? No, I'm celiacs or no, yeah. I've got a gluten mm-hmm. intolerance, whatever it is. And they just dismiss it. Whereas, you know, you have somebody go, you want to go to Pike 51? And they, oh, I don't drink beer. Oh, don't worry. They've got gluten-free wine, yeah. seltzer, cider, mead. Something like, for everyone. Exactly, yeah. yeah. My other brother-in-law is gluten-free. Okay. He's, uh, I think he's sickle celiac. Yep. So he had to switch from, I believe it was like Natty Light, <laughs> to White Claw. Okay. Yeah. What a change. So. I was saying, like, uh, just this light, uh, <laughs> I don't know which one's more flavorful. Right. But, uh, just add a little water. Uh, he doesn't listen to this because, you know, he's too cool for us. But, yeah. Uh, I would bring him and his wife here, like, and they could have a, a nice gluten-free... Absolutely. Yeah. Seltzer. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good stuff. And that's actually, uh, when you guys were in, you saw, heard that my pump running, I was cleaning my brew stand. Yep. I'm actually cleaning it to prepare it to make seltzer. So okay. I always make sure to do a thorough cleaning right before so that any remnants of barley, any of that is, is out. out. Yep, so that we can make a gluten-free seltzer. Now, this is our purely our ignorance, but does like the seltzer, does that go on like a tap? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so we do unflavored seltzer base, and we actually flavor it at the tap. Oh. So okay. that way we're not limited, you know, by our number of tap lines. We're not having to take up multiple lines for different flavors. Smart. Um, and then people can come up, and they've got 20 different options. Smart of seltzer flavors at yeah. that point. So, yeah, you can come up and you want your raspberry lemonade and mm. or whatever wow. it is, you know, you can... That's really cool. Pick that's and choose. Idea. And, yeah, so that's how we do it. It's uh, it's real simple. It's basically hard hard water, like, at yeah. that point. There's no flavoring. Yeah. It's just alcoholic, fuzzy water, water you know? Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> hard water. What was that? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I was trying to throw a Say that guy won't be here. <laughs> What's that? Okay. <laughs> I know there was a I know there was a bachelor party last night. Yeah, was, yeah. No, I was curious. <laughs> Steve is not the bachelor. Um, okay. No, that would be Ron Schneider, other owner. Um, okay. He's getting married in about a week to the lovely bartender over there, Elizabeth. Okay. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Congratulations, Elizabeth, on the... On the yeah, the marriage. upcoming nuptials. He was asking Steve, were you the one that was were getting married? So he can give you congratulations. Yeah. Me and Steve were looking at each other like, I don't know what Pat's saying right now. Like, he's just like... <laughs> <"Yeah."> really <laughs> It's like, no, me and Steve were like... Oh. We caught... I, oh, you like... Jay. 
He's just like, why are they pointing at me? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, well, if it was Steve, I wanted to like congratulate him. Yeah, but okay. they should make things awkward. I'm just like, what is he saying? <laughs> no. Curious, no. like, no, no, no. Just roll with it, Terrell. Honestly, I'm I'm shocked. Steve's here, even. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you go to a bachelor party and you're you're up and at work the next morning. Yeah. Like, my That's, bachelor party was pretty late. I don't know if you want to be talking about a bachelor party on the podcast. You might, you might. Steve, man, my bad. <laughs> what happens Steve at a bachelor wasn't party? At a bachelor party. You're right, you're right. You're at right. A bachelor party. He wasn't at the bachelor party last night, man. He was all golfing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's listening, but. Charles, do you want to go play mini golf after this? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, what we want to do, I mean, we want to go down to top three and give you whoa, our top whoa, three whoa. of the... Hold on. I was going to say, I, wait, one oh, second. Is that a part of the top three? I mean, That is. We're trying the meat. Okay. I didn't we know if that to was try the top, the a top three. I know that you're not descended from Vikings. No, definitely not. But I'm super excited. Do you just want to turn that bottle up and just like... I do. Right now, I just want to like lusting like for the it. lusting for the mead. Gulp. <laughs> He's lusting for the mead. Right the sad now. thing is, okay. The first time I heard about mead was in a Robin Hood movie. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. I think me too. <laughs> me too. Now that you say it. Oh, that. and they right. just brought over. Yeah, actually, this is a black raspberry cream seltzer, and oh I would. It, so I figured you should have. It. Oh, yeah. I mean, You're why chop when us. you can't taste? Two, um, two straws. Actually, Elizabeth's spoiled here. She made it. Thank you, okay. Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> but yeah, um, I would definitely have you guys taste that first just because it is going to be a little lighter um, than the mead for yeah. sure. Should we take a picture of it? Yeah, like these two right here. Oh, yeah, get it pretty. And then you get the mead bottle in the background too if you'd like. Yeah, uh, throw that mead bottle right there on this side. All of our goodies. Got it? Yeah, just get it off. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this right now. Oh my gosh. Is it strong? Is it is. There? You're gonna love it. Yeah. This is gonna be your new jam. <laughs> we we just yeah, we try to make something for everybody. So yeah, we've you've got a pretty good uh display here on the table of some of our offerings. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take considering you've okay. got three different types of alcohol and that still doesn't include two more, you know. Oh my gosh. Um, I know we haven't tried any of the wines. That's that's beyond us. We don't have. <laughs> we do not have the sophistication of the palate for the wines. You aren't you aren't sommeliers. No. <laughs> All right, let's hit this. I was yeah, say, let's yeah, try seltzer first. Taste that seltzer first. It's gonna. Do we drink it? No. Let's drink Man, it together. No. Let's do oh, it. Oh, so no, no. Come on, that could be our profile picture. That would be adorable. Are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I say it's just one of the many options right, of different flavors. That is good. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's hard to know you're drinking alcohol. Um, when I first made that, I made the mistake of making it above seven yeah. percent. That's good. I had to scale back and reformulate oh, the recipe. Percent? It was. It's, it's not anymore. Like it's four. it's six percent. Oh my god. But that's pre that's pre flavoring. 
Because they um, would take them like Slurpees, and then they say, what are you doing <laughs> that? Like, yeah. you just take four of them. That's yeah, and they're stuff. like falling down. Yeah, so we were having people, you can put it away too fast. I mean, you you two, I saw, you both take pretty big drinks yeah. pretty quickly. So if you think about something that tastes like soda pop, yeah, but it's exactly, got 7% it tastes, alcohol in it. It tastes um, like a Fago Red Pop. <laughs> Troll just like slammed That's good it. Stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, we, uh, we've we been rolling through seltzer this summer. That's like, good stuff. I absolutely see. Absolutely rolling through it. And it's like at the peak of being cold, almost, it's like almost frozen. Oh my frozen. God, that's like the... Amazing. Yeah. That's good stuff. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's your top three now? That's like right. That's got to be number one. We're kind of diversified here. We had a seltzer. I love week. it. We had a seltzer last week, and it did not compare. That blows that out the water. Yeah. Not even Yay. gonna say where I got it from, but uh, yeah. Yeah. This is. This whole. This whole situation is like yeah wow. you guys got it under control here did you like the melon i haven't tried it we yet haven't tried that, it. We're, we're moving to that next i didn't want to that's good I've, su- sully I've, your palate with something so strong so that you then couldn't wow. taste the seltzer yeah and this is our first taste of me yeah the She's first i i am happy to be taking cheers. your virginity cheers sorry, sorry we ruined you because that's a phenomenal the mead so yeah, we've got raspberry, we've got cranberry, and we have a little bit of thyme in this. <laughs> oh my god! Charles <laughs> getting up and walking away. Oh my god! <laughs> we ruined them, Carrie. We ruined them. I know. We broke our. We broke That's our brains. That's ridiculous. If I, I gotta do, take a bottle, you guys have had a bottle. Yeah, I need a bottle. I'm taking a bottle. We have tonight. different types as well, so yeah, you'll have to. I'm taking that peruse. tonight. I can't drop the mic because I own it, but that's the <laughs> mic drop. I can. <laughs> Kieran okay, throws our mic down. I know, right? Wow, I've never had anything yeah. like this before. This is good. Yeah, so that's that's a mellow mel. Um, we've got a, yeah a couple different ones. Wow. We've made like a cherry one in the past, blueberry. Um, We've also had a traditional mead, which is just honey and water, so you get a real good example of what the honey tastes like. We use like an orange blossom honey for that. You can taste the honey all through that. All day. Oh, yeah. Is that razzle Yes, this is the razzle This is ridiculous. This I'm gonna, is probably my favorite that we've made I'm here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's that's got to be like an 11% ABV. 14. 14? I only say that because the bottle said a lot. Oh, it did say 11. You're right. Sorry. I'm thinking of... I'm cheating. That, no, that one is 11%. It's the blueberry and the cherry that were 14. I'm I think I'm going to get a home. cherry. I'm taking this home. Strikingly rich wildflower honey. Give me a sip of the cherry. With local yeah, raspberries okay, and cranberries sure combined with earthy oh, tones. How do you... And how fresh thyme. How do you typically drink this? Chilled or warm? So, traditionally, the mellow mellows are served warm. Okay. Yep, uh, room temperature, so you get that little bit of honey coming yeah. in behind the fruit. You get a full flavor. Um, the traditional melamel, or sorry, the traditional meads, you would drink at uh, like a refrigeration temp. Um, okay. You think of a melamel as like a red wine, so room temperature, right? Mm-hmm. And then you think of your traditional as like a white wine, so chilled. Um, but honestly, I've. I've taken this home and mixed it with like soda water yeah. and some ice to have like a nice I little cold drink outside. Like it's I not traditional, it but oh, it we tastes good. We make wine slushies too. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. 
Steve's rolling through with all the goodies. I'm try it. Do our straws. You there don't you want to troll. No, we got straws. We're Trelled reusing, reusing, and recycling over here. Is mustache. that the desert pear? Wow. Okay, so that wow. yeah, that's a desert pear or prickly, um, prickly pear flavored wine slushy. <laughs> cherry. Oh, okay. This is my new favorite uh, brewery, man. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is so good. All right, and then we're just we're going more and more and more. We don't have any food for y'all, but we're gonna get oh you drunk God. as shit. Man. This is what this, is this? Cherry? This is the cherry, cherry mellow mel. Cheers, cheers, cheers. It's Pike Fifty One, and to Steve. Cheers. Man, so that one, not quite as tart. Obviously, the other one's got a bunch of cranberry and this raspberry is a cherry in it. One? Yep. I'm getting this one. And then, yeah, you get the cherries. So you get a nice this sweetness. This is what I'm getting. I like this. Mm-hmm. This is really good. I don't know which I like better. I'm a cherry person, so. I see that. <laughs> Sugar boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Sugar boy, remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. That's good. Wow. That's good stuff. We're we're really lucky. We're we're so lucky to have the licenses we have that allows us to have fun and, and yeah. do these other things. You know, every brewery you walk into doesn't have that ability to make non barley based yeah. beverages. Shout out um, to Pike Fifty One. I'm gonna go with the Razzle Time. I, I think I may slip back to the Razzle Time. I really like the Razzle Time. I yeah. love that little bit of tartness that comes in to balance the sweetness yeah. in it. Yeah. It has um, everything in it. Yeah, like the cherry is just. Strictly cherry, but you can taste the honey, yep. the raspberries, everything in that one. So that's good stuff. Wow. You guys are got something going on here. This is like special. This is a dangerous place. <laughs> it, it's a dangerous place, but also you know you won't have any more fun anywhere else. No, you know you come here and bring friends, bring family, whatever it is. You'll you'll have a good time. And you guys are right in the in the middle of Hudsonville. Yeah, we're kind of, you know, we're in between Grand Rapids and the Lakeshore. we got to get more people out here, man. Exactly. I always tell people, if you're going to the beach for the day, stop. and you're going to drive... you got to stop by Pike 51. Exactly. Yeah. If you're going to Holland from Grand Rapids, there's no reason to not stop and have some lunch. And are you beer, guys you know? on Facebook? Yeah. We are. Yep. Okay. Um, we'll, so definitely get you, we'll, we'll definitely get you out here. I mean, yeah. Pike 51, yeah. we've got to get you out here. We have really good food, too, if, if you want to have food out. No, we don't need you. No, we, we, Steve, Steve, no. Steve, Steve, thank you. You've man. already done too much. I'm offering. Yeah. We appreciate it. What you got back there, Steve? No. <laughs> Listen to this guy. What you got back there? Burritos, burgers, wraps. Man, it's should, uh, tacos, Memphis style. If tacos. he's got the fryers done up, you could bring us some uh, beer cheese and pretzel bites. I can do that real quick. Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. get a little bit. That's like one of our our big. Everybody comes in. They love our you beer guys cheese and pretzel like, bites. Got a nice um, thing going on here, man. I'm. Uh, what time you guys open? We open at noon. Yep. Um, we open at noon every day. Um, so yeah, you, you roll through here past noon and come in and have a good time. Sit outside, whatever you want. Um, yeah, we're what, what we're time here. is closing? Um, 10 p.m. through the week. The kitchen closes a little before that. And then I believe on Sunday we close at 8. Okay. But. I have to set something up. I'm going to have to come out here. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to come out here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We do wine slushy Mm -hmm. flight. The wine slushy? The wine slushy. I'm shocked. Usually I'm the slushy person. You like the. It's like cotton candy. Yeah, it is. It is. I really love that flavor in particular. The desert pear, like prickly pear cactus fruit and what's the flavor. Alcohol with that one? 
wine. of the wine slushies. I think they're around six percent. All this stuff is like creeping up on you. Yeah. Just imagine like you have that and you sneak in like a little bit of shot of something and you just like, right. Oh yeah, you could bump it up. Yeah. <laughs> bump it up with oh, yeah. Yeah. I um I'm not one to water stuff down. Um I know a lot of like the big breweries they're going for numbers. You yeah. know you have your numbers to meet and you meet them exactly. You have. Yeah. Pieces of equipment that are able to measure your alcohol with a drop of liquid, yeah. like yeah. very, very high tech. We don't have that here. We're small, um, so we're a lot more like glorified home brewing. Yeah. Um, so you know, is the carbonation right? I tell that by literally drinking beer. Like, yeah. I, I pour some off my tank and I taste it and I think, okay, that needs a little more prickle to it. So it's like, more hands on. Very hands on. So when it comes to stuff like this, you know, you'll be creeping into that almost 8% with our house IPA, yeah. but it's because I'd rather serve you something that is pure, uncut, you know, I'm not gonna come back and water it down, yeah. just so I can hit that 7% mark. I'm like, right. I'm gonna give right. you a beer at 7.2% alcohol, wow. when it should be a 7% alcohol beer, but it's not worth watering it down, you no. know? You're gonna you're gonna pull some of that flavor down, you're gonna pull some of that aroma down, like, you're gonna listen, pull the body been, down, like, yeah, no. We've been all over, and I mean, we've been, doing this for people that's been like brewing for like 30 years 20 years and this is awesome. i don't i mean i don't want to i don't want to no i don't want to say i don't want to i don't want to like go out this is cool this it's, is fun i'm i'm different i'm a very different brewer i think it's not industry standard you have I, what do you think man like you know i have a favorite brewery so, question. I can't, I have, I I can't go I against to... my favorite, <sighs> favorite brewery. But if I had... Are you guys thinking about doing, like, what is it called? The... Burning Foot Beer Festival? Are you... I, I don't... It's canceled don't... now. Well, yeah. Saying, are 20, you planning on doing it? We always do that. Yep. So, we're always at um, Winter Beer Fest through the Michigan Brewers Guild. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to have Spring Beer Fest this year, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and summer beer fest we, we do. Um, we do the UP fall beer fest, yeah. and we do Burning Foot every year. And then we're also usually involved with the Grand Rapids Brewers Guild. So yeah. um, they had a festival, their inaugural festival last fall. Um, so we, we're always involved in that too. Um, yeah, it's just a little weird right now. Unfortunately, I, I miss beer festivals. I love that bringing I, together I can of see the community. You going out there, showing out with this stuff. We, we push it as much as we can, but yeah, it's just one of those, we're, we're small, you know? People have to kind of jog out of their way to come see us, but if you do, you're never, you're never gonna regret it, you know? You're gonna have a good time, you're gonna leave with a couple bottles, you're gonna have a place to come back to. So yeah, <laughs> what you guys are munching on right now is our, it's probably one of our most popular appetizers. It's just a Bavarian pretzel, uh, deep fried, and then this we've got so our good. beer cheese, which is currently made with our daylight wheat, like an American wheat beer. <laughs> I can't even look at you out right now. This is so good. Oh my gosh. I I just I'm gonna keep going back for you more. You know what? I mean <clears throat> Patrick, let me have your favorite uh brewery, man. This is mine. <laughs> this is mine. Let's bring our wives here. Yeah, I'm coming back. This let's, is my favorite ne- spot right here. This next weekend. Yeah. Let's bring our wives. I'm serious. I'm so serious. This is my favorite. We'll be happy to have you back. Yeah. This is my favorite. Like, you guys are like, you nailed it. You nailed it. Sure. You nailed it. I'm, I'm not even, like, saying that just to say it. You guys nailed it. Like, Thank seriously. You. Like, Thank you. 
from start to finish, everything that I've had here has been amazing. I'm glad. I love to hear that. Gosh, and for I, you to just not have been brewing for that long, this is crazy. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm weird. Like, I'm really, really weird within the industry. And it's funny to go, go to big events like beer festivals or go to Brewers Conference and, and be one of the youngest people in the room uh, amongst these guys who have been brewing for, yeah, 20, 30, 40 years. You know, some of them, like, um, they're the old boys. But they come from that, that experimental home brewing. Like, they've, they've tried and failed time and time again. Versus for me, going to brewing school was my, that was my last shot. You know, I'd spent all of my money trying to go through and get a bachelor's degree. And it wasn't making me happy. So I found something that made me happy and it was beer. So I, I had to go hard, you know, put yeah, everything into it. it. Otherwise that, yeah. It you was, made the best decision. I, I feel so. I, I, I really, honestly, my life is so much better being a part of the brewing industry. Um. It makes me happy, you know. I have a, I'm one of those lucky fuckers who can go to work every day and say I love my job, um, which I feel like a complete brat saying that to people, especially my age, people who yeah. went through and got their degrees and now are struggling to find jobs yeah. and have some sort of like stability. But I can tell people I love my job. I can live my life comfortably. I can drink beer pretty much whenever I want. You know, there's no lack of good beer in my life. Yeah. Um, which is even another testament to the, the Grand Rapids Brewing community. You know, you walk in somewhere and they go, oh, hey, industry discount or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, because um, we're all friends, you know. We help each other out. That's the thing, too, yeah, with, the beer, with the brewing industry in Michigan we've seen so far. It's like a friendly competition. Everybody's willing to help each other out. And, mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, they better look out for you. You're coming. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're running up the tracks. Yeah, you come in definitely with this, Man. and this this beer cheese with this pretzel. It's so good. I'm saying it's cla- I cry. classic it's so pub good. food. <laughs> I'm saying that's what we do too. You know, it's just comfort food. You're gonna eat something that makes you happy. It goes well with your beer or your wine or whatever it is you're drinking. Um, but Man. we're we're not trying to you know put any flair you know where it isn't you know we're not putting that extra piece of like garnish on something so we can charge wow. you seven bucks more or whatever it is. We're just We'll make you something good. It's gonna taste good. You know what you're getting when you come in. This is definitely well worth it, sir. This is like the definition of the acronym KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. You guys are doing something special in Hudsonville, which is already known for ice cream. But I think it's going to be our mission to make it known for Pike 51. Like this yeah. is just awesome. I love that. Um, this is so this is so awesome, Terrell. If you if you had to go like top three, could nah. you do a top three? Nah. <laughs> you go through yours. I'm gonna have a little more pretzel. I think I'll have to go with the Pulp Fiction. It's my first. All right. Um. <laughs> Want to say old joints? All right. Whoa, you're going that with your number two? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He likes cherries. Yeah. In the central Nice. And you're not usually a dark beer drinker. No, but that's like that was good. Good. I feel like I got turned off today. 
That's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty wide range as far as the top yeah. three beers go. Yeah. You got a, a shandy, a sour, and a barrel aged imperial stout. Right. I, I almost went the same way. I went pulp friction, Kush, and Central Bean. But overall, my favorite mead. Mead. All yeah. day. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're. I didn't count mead in the top ten, but I. I mean, top three, because I didn't, I mean, I thought it was something separate, but I mean, if it was, me would definitely be my top three. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I was really, really fortunate um, when I first came here to have another brewer who moved here with me to help through that transitionary period from the previous brewer to now. Um, And he just opened a meadery. Um, So bringing the mead in was a big part of his thing. Um, We hadn't had mead here at Pike before, Mm -hmm. uh, but we had the licensing. Mm-hmm. So there's really no reason. Why not? Yeah, exactly. And it was one of those things that it can ferment at room temperature. It doesn't need to take up one of my glycol-jacketed stainless steel tanks. Um, we use just a plastic speedle, um, kind of very similar to what you would use at home for home brewing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we just started making meat here. Um, but, yeah, I'm really, really fortunate to have worked with somebody wow. who is excellent, excellent at making meat. And he just opened Adesanya over in the Wyoming area. Um, it's a meadery. So if you're ever like, I really just want some mead. We should do an episode of Adesanya. Yeah. Yeah, definitely recommend it. <laughs> a D. <laughs> I, I was a- not even going to try that. S-A-N-Y-A. It's an African word. Um, I can't remember which language it is. Swahili or something. I'm just going to write. Yeah, if you look up Adesanya Meadery and Wyoming, it's probably the only place that's going to pop up. Because there's not... Mead's like the new... That's like the new thing, I feel like. Yeah. Like, you're seeing meaderies kind of so pop crazy. up like craft breweries were originally. Yeah. So, a few more years down the road, you might have your neighborhood local craft meadery. Man, we might have to do a meadery, brothers. Man. <laughs> 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 say, a lot of them have a lot of uh, good brewing knowledge, too. You could probably wrap it together. <laughs> wow. Anything you want to, anything you guys want to push or anything like that that you want to put out there? I know that. Um, with everything that's going on right now, it's kind of hard for like any festivals or anything mm-hmm. like that. But anything you guys want to push, any kind of drinks or beers or upcoming events or what, anything? What, what I would say is is that a lot of people don't know because it's 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 hit or miss with a lot of places. But we have a big patio. We're dog friendly. We're family friendly. Everybody's welcome. We we we, we are open. I mean, we got plenty of room for. Okay. Dogs. And yeah. Yeah. Steve's referring to we've got a large, large outdoor space. Um, large. So, and we've got a big tent out back. So, you know, you can sit outside without being in the direct sun. You can bring your kids. Um, yep. Bring your dogs. We have lots of space. So, if you're looking for a place to be able to go and eat and drink without being in an indoor environment uh-huh. around a lot of people, we're excellent for that. You can go and sit at a picnic table like 20 feet away from somebody else. Like if you're here <laughs> at the right time. Have a full menu too. I mean, if you yep. want to bring the family out for. Uh, a- I even make homemade root beer for kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah, homemade a, root beer? Yeah, I've got a homemade root beer on tap. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, you know, yeah, craft for your kids even, you know. They wow. don't need to drink that um, preservative filled crap from whatever right. soda company. Um, we actually have, yeah, in-house, homemade. Wow. N- no additives, you know, it's it's real simple. It's sugar-based, you know, beverage. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, I go to 
um, go to the store and buy up a bunch of brown sugar and and cane sugar and make root beer. (laughs) Oh my god, it smells so good. It's 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 just stuff right here. Simple, Hmm. done well, you know. This is like the best root beer I've ever had. I almost cursed, but I didn't want to like get booted off of iTunes. We're not gonna get booted. (laughs) (laughs) Man, they already gave us the clear. (laughs) They're not gonna review us again. This is good stuff. This is like the best root beer I've ever had, honestly. Yeah, people come from all over to buy a growler to bring it home to make folks. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Or Put people, some ice cream in that right there. You got it. Graduation open houses. Like they'll hit and all of a sudden oh it's like, gosh. can we come in and buy a keg of root beer? This is made in house? Yep. This is made I make right it here. Right in the back. Yeah, that's one of like the simplest things I make because it's a quick boil. You add all your sugars and yeah. your flavorings in, and then I just send it over into one of my bright tanks and let the glycol jacket yeah. cool it down, and then you carbonate it, and it's done. You've got homemade root beer. That wow. is so cool. Yeah. Man. So yeah, like we, we really do try. We we strive to you know we're we're gonna satisfy those craft beer drinkers' needs. Yeah. We're gonna satisfy those wine drinkers' needs, and we're gonna provide an environment that's totally cool for you to bring your children into. Guys, you gotta check out Pike Fifty One. This is this is this something is, special. Yeah, this is my my top brewery. This is your top brewery. Yeah, this is definitely my top. I love it. This love is my it. top. It's gonna be hard to um, hard hard to outdo this one. Shout out to you guys. Say, hey, yeah, everybody else is competition now. We've yeah. been into like we've been into big breweries. We've been into like one room breweries. Mm-hmm. We've been into barns. <laughs> that were I'm that sure. were breweries. <laughs> we were into a barn brewery, and it was awesome. It was yeah, great. it was a great experience. We had some of the best beer ever, and this is phenomenal. I haven't Thank had any you. one of these. I've been second guessing. No, not at all. So, uh, let's do our, our final toasts. You got it. I'll stop here for that. Oh, sweet. <laughs> do you have a toast? Are you going to toast You got to make up it? a random toast. Can you make up a random toast? Absolutely. Oh, All right. Steve, I'm saying Steve's pretty good. Steve's I think bringing I'm it. I'm to step it up now, man. Steve walks in the door in the morning, and there's a toast out of his mouth before you know it. Okay. We'll let Steve go first. So, how does it go? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toast Karen. I'm going to say, I toast to you when you're gone. I toast to you when you're here. I toast to you so freaking much, I'm beginning to worry about my own health. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. That's a good Cheers to that. I like that one. That was good. Bad for Steve's health. I'm concerned about the effect I'm having on my bosses. Man. Damn. Terrell, right. do you want to follow that or do you want me to? Or? I want you to take that one. Okay. Back. All right. I will. Okay. I'm not very original. Okay. 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 If the ocean was beer and I was a drop duck, I would swim to the bottom and drink myself off. But the ocean's not beer and I'm not a duck, so let's drink to these pints and get messed up. All right. Cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> Mine's pretty quick. Trails are always pretty quick, and he thinks he's the best. <laughs> One bottle for four of us. Thank God there's no more of us. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that one. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. That's what ah, Steve's going to hey, use. Hey, I mean, Pat's going to use that in the end. <clears throat> All right. I like you got that one. I like that one. 
Okay. Okay, Karen. Here's to those who believe in the young, who don't judge when your life's barely begun. They give you a chance. They let you do your dance. And in the end, there's nothing but love. Cheers. 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 Usually, that's for my bosses. That's it, man. Usually we go to places they don't have mm-hmm. anything to say. You guys both nailed it. Kieran, I'm thinking about replacing Terrell. What do you think? Oh, you, yeah? You want a job? I mean, I don't tend to work on Sundays. Today was like a special day, so I think I'm available. <laughs> I kind of like Terrell. Who are you talking about? There we go. There we go. Thank you. Somebody got it. <laughs> I, like, I like you too, Terrell. I'm not trying to take your job. I'm trying to fire him. I've been trying to fire him since the beginning. He swooped in. He's going to him. He's going to get rid of me. I was like, hey, if, you're, if you want to come here and clean some kegs and make some beer, hey, I guess we hey, could swap, hey. you know? We really appreciate you guys, though, at the end of Very the day. nice meeting you both. Same. It was good to meet you. Steve, you're a great guy. Yeah, Karen, you're awesome. We appreciate you guys, and um, thanks for allowing us to come in. Absolutely. Um, into thanks. your personal space and uh, yeah. come We're- into your business, test out some beers, give you some um, some feedback. And I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been awesome. Okay. They're pretty... They're pretty uh, lucky to have you here, and I mean, at the end of the day, um, I don't know what else to say. I don't. I, I'm, yeah. just, I'm running to the, the fat round. I'm just ready to go <laughs> to the cash register and pay for yeah. all my stuff. Yeah, I'm ready to get some stuff. And then I got to explain to my wife why I dropped money. But eh, I don't know. You give her a taste. I think she'll forgive you pretty quick. <laughs> give her some of that mead. There she might go. like the mead. But, um, so uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming in. I honestly was very, very happy to have the opportunity to talk to you because we are we're, we're hidden. We're we're kind of unknown. Oh yeah, you know, we're around and we're always at these events and stuff. But we're still that place that nobody recognizes. Uh, like, um, so slowly, you know, slowly trying to introduce people yeah. into what we do and come visit us. And we, we we did win uh, Best of the West Review Magazine Winery Winery and. St. Julian. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Three years in a row. Oh my That's god. Yeah. That's another mic drop. The, 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 the <laughs> guy just comes in. <laughs> We're the best in the in the West. Yeah, no, we've uh, the winery's been around long enough that we've gotten that that bit of notice, you know. So now it's working on getting the brewery there, and eventually we'll just have this like the dream. Brewery, the brewery. Yeah, there. fucking dream match made in heaven. Pike fifty one. Best in the West so far for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, other breweries step your game up. I think everybody's gonna step their game up after this episode. Right? I feel like I just want to be like the it, Suge Knight of breweries right now. Yeah, that's you kind of are right now. <laughs> if you if you want to come to the best, come out to Bike Fifty One. They got everything you need from light to dark, meads to slushies to wines, seltzers. seltzers. Beer, beer pretzels that were amazing. We haven't finished a a, a, a food item since we started. Not a, yeah. The last the <laughs> last time we had food, we were like we took dainty bites. Yeah, we finished that. Yeah, you guys so we devoured well. that. Yeah, I almost want to lick the cheese out the cup. That be like I was waiting for you to look away. <laughs> I'm that, that person that stops in the kitchen is like, can I just have a basket of chips right. and some beer cheese? And right. then I'm out brewing with cheese running down yeah. my face. Like, Seriously. Yeah. And like Pat said, eventually we're going to come, we want to do like a, um, like a hands-on, like going through and like uh, working with you through the day. Yeah, absolutely. And like put us to work and um, let fun. us see the ins and out. But uh, yeah, we appreciate it. 
Absolutely. And I know things are tough right now with everything that's going on, but you guys are killing it. Yeah, are, we're doing our best. You may know? the doors continue to stay open. Yep. May the customers continue to come in. Yeah. May the beer and wine continue to flow. Absolutely. And Brewery brothers. We're gonna be at Burning Foot Twenty One. Sweet. We will be so, too. You're going to be one of the first people we talk to. Good. I'll so. be there. I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, Barefoot you guys, and in I, the sun and sunscreened up and everything. You guys are at the top of my list. So what's your guys' Facebook? It um, just... We are Hudsonville Pike 51. Okay. Um, you can also find us Hudsonville Winery as well. We've got two separate Facebooks. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, you can find us on there. Uh, we're not super media savvy because we are... We're just simple, you know? You can find us on Facebook. We do post stuff on there. Um, we'll let you know if we have events coming up, um, okay. such as beer releases, like when the Sensual Bean 2021 release comes up, that will be posted on Facebook so you know about it. Um, and any other events or festivals we might be doing in-house, we'll also have listed on there. We'll make sure we follow your page. Cool. So we can share uh-huh. on our Brewery Brothers page. Sweet. Anything that you guys post, we like to share. Um, you guys can find us. Uh, Brewery Brothers two three one at gmail.com on what, Facebook. What was it? Brewery, Brewery Brothers two three one at gmail.com and then just Brewery Brothers on Facebook. And the podcast is Brewery, Brewery Brothers. Brothers. Okay. Yep. And that's uh, Brewery Brothers podcast on Instagram. Yeah. You can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you check out your. Uh, yeah. Comes out on Podcast. Wednesday. Wednesday. Every Wednesday we like to post now. Fun stuff. So this episode would actually post this Wednesday coming up. Yep. Yeah. We'll get pictures out there. And, uh, Thank you very much, Steve. We appreciate, we appreciate you. If you guys have any questions, let us know. Um, we'll be more than happy to um, reply. But uh, that's we'll it for us. Definitely direct you guys to uh, Pike 51. This is yeah, yeah come on literature. down. We love to post it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we're out. All right, have a great week, guys.